Welcome to the Freedom Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Duggar. Today I have a guest with me that's very, very interested in uh, the real estate world and also interested in serving other people. And so I'm going to introduce Jeffrey Donis. He is one of three. He and his siblings have a, a business where they are serving individuals in the real estate investment world. Um, the Donis brothers event, uh, actually got started investing in single family homes and then they eventually built a portfolio of cash flowing rentals and a six figure business. Now they are invested in over 1000 multifamily apartment units as general partners and their target markets include Florida, Georgia and North Carolina. Um, their goal is to empower others to achieve their financial goals through apartment investing and have a had this passion from an early age to help others, which has really bonded them together. And if you go to their website, you'll notice that uh, Jeffrey and one of his brothers look the same because they're identical twins. And uh, so then they have their older brother. So I didn't ask their names, Jeffrey, but if you can just share those with me, what are your two brothers' names? Yeah, for sure. Uh, thank you for having me also, Zach. And my Absolutely. brother's name is Kerwin and my older brother's name is Kenneth. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So, and with your uh, company, you are the uh, head of investor relations, correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay, awesome. Well, I want to just ask in regards to kind of that serving others topic, when you state that that has been something that has bonded you together for a, for a long time. So kind of where did that start or where does that topic of serving others come from? Yeah, I, I would say initially when we first got started, it just came from our upbringing, right? So we'd see it in yeah. our, our mom and how she raised us. She would always help people. Uh, and then you start to, I think as an early entrepreneur, one thing that we always struggled with initially was trying to, it was very self-serving, right? So a lot of the things we were doing were for our own benefit. And as we start continue learning and growing as people and as a business owner, we started to realize how many people we could help through real estate. Uh, whether that's our investors or the people living at our in our communities uh, on top of it just everyone that we're working with on our team it's very yeah. very awesome it's a great thing to see that when you're buying these kinds of properties and operating them there's so many lives that are being affected and impacted and when things go well it, it changes a lot of lives for the better so as we've grown as people and as business owners we've seen how many lives we can change and serve uh, through our own endeavors yeah yeah absolutely now, so when you got started in single family home investing, um, how many years ago was that? Single family was about three years ago. And then sorry, okay. I, I, I meant to, to wrap it off all off. Yeah, um, we, we've been pretty uh, active in our faith recently. So I think at the end of it, it's just treating people with the love that, you know, we're, we're, we're faithful and the love that our, our God gives us. Uh, we try yeah. to implement that with our in our business, just through conversations and how we treat people. Um, so to top it all off, that's really what we what we see as serving is just trying to treat people the way that uh, people in our community um, with that kind of love that we get from, from God. Absolutely. I mean, I think that there's uh, the, the two two primary commandments, love God, love people. So you got you got that right. So excellent. Um, so three years ago, you started working and in investing in single family homes. And for those that are going to be listening to this only and not watching this, uh, you guys, you're all three appear to be fairly young guys. How old were you at the time when you got started in the single family business? 
yeah. So we were, I was 18. My uh-huh. twin brother was 18 as well. I'm nine minutes older, okay. so a little bit older yep. than him, but my older brother was 21. Uh, so okay. we're, we're fairly young for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've met someone else in the area in which I live who started at the age of 19. So this resonates with me, that story of someone who started and now is continuing to progress into success in the business in which they're operating. So um, starting at a young age, you get an opportunity to not have all of the additional um, clouded experiences of different areas of of education and experience. You can focus. This guy's where I'm going with that kind of get that opportunity to focus on what you're working towards. So yeah, um, what did any of you, like your older brother, kind of look at it as a, you know, I should go to college or let's start this business or kind of where, where were you at with that? Yeah. So we were all in school when we first got started. Okay. Yep. Uh, we were all on the path of going to get our degree most of us wanted to get into business uh, eventually yeah. well, two out of the three of us were definitely going to go into business the uh, my twin brother was more not unsure he wasn't really sure but once we heard about real estate specifically wholesaling through youtube and then the the, yeah. the purple book right rich dad poor dad we read that yeah. book we read thinking grow rich and that led us to reading multiple other books listening to dozens of podcasts and we were just getting all of this content and knowledge in a non-traditional format outside of the, the school system and a lot of that information is very different than what we were being taught in our classroom so or in the classrooms that we were in so yeah. once that started happening it changed our mindset and yeah. really yeah. let us know that if we want to become entrepreneurs and build a business it doesn't necessarily mean that school isn't the best not the right choice for us but right there's another way to go about it and we decided that we would you know go full-time in real estate after my freshman year and okay. Since then, we've been joining mastermind groups. So I, I always like to say, we're lifelong learners. I think everyone should yeah. be, and it's just another way of you know educating yourself. We chose to go a non-traditional route versus going to a, a traditional four-year college. Uh, we joined yeah. multiple mastermind groups and spent you know just as amount of money that you'd spend on a normal mm-hmm. degree to get right. into this group. So um, yeah, yeah, we've really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. When you started mentioning mastermind groups, I'm thinking. Yep, you probably have spent that money that you would have on your education, but just a more targeted focus and also an extended network of people that have been able to probably pour into you from their experience as well. Yeah, 100%. And not only the the, the education and knowledge that we've been able to soak up, but really a big thing that we've gotten out of those mastermind groups is the network and okay. having a mentor in various different aspects of our lives whether that's spirituality or obviously business, real estate, um, fitness, yeah. things like that, that come out of those groups that in college, you'll, you can get a lot of that, but not all those things, right. Are covered. And then having those mentors right. that you can have access to and spend time with, it's hard to find in, in a traditional college sense for me, at least that's what sure. it was. Sure. Absolutely. Now, not everyone knows what a mastermind is. Can you explain that a little bit? So we have an understanding. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, for me, a mastermind is a group of, I'd like to, an easy way to put it, a like-minded mm-hmm. you know, like-minded group of individuals who have a, a similar goal or similar interest. But for me, it's not even only having the same, you know, thinking the same way, but people that are going towards some type of common goal. And for me, what that looks like is a real estate syndication group where everyone in the group is, they're apartment syndicators, they're going after large multifamily deals, 
raising capital yep. on these kinds of deals, finding the deal, etc. So all of those different people in one area where you can all help each other and bring different resources to the table to help get deals done. So that's what our mastermind group looks like. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Excellent. So you had switched at some point from single family to multifamily and apartment syndications. When did that occur and how did that transition occur for you guys? Yeah. So it was the first year after we got into real estate that we transitioned okay. and we've okay. heard from a mentor. So we've always been very, very big on finding people that we can look up to and yeah. learn from. And we still are. Right. I, I think it's a great thing to have. Just, it, it keeps us hungry to learn more. We always ask yeah. a lot of questions. And also I, I like to be, try to stay humble in a sense of, I know why there's a lot more I need to learn. Uh, the more I can, you know, the, the more I can stay away from thinking I know everything. I think the, the quicker I can learn and the more I'll learn, yeah. the more successful we can be. So uh, that's one thing that we were able to do initially. We were looking up to our mentor and we'd heard about apartment syndication. He had brought on someone into his mastermind group. There was a call that we had and yep. brought a syndicator on who was syndicating development deals. Uh, okay. Pretty much syndication for anyone in your audience doesn't know that. It's when you raise money from different investors, it could just be family and friends and they're pooling their money together to go buy something. And in our case, yeah. we're doing that to buy an apartment complex. So yep. he was doing it for development deals, similar approach, just a different type of uh, investment. Uh, and yep. he talked about it and it was pretty much what we wanted to do. We wanted to get into the commercial real estate space. We just didn't think we had the right knowledge, network, mindset, money. Sure. We didn't have enough money, we thought, or we just weren't ready. Uh, and we realized that after asking our mentor what he thought we should do, should we stay yep. with, and stick with single family or should we go into the multifamily space? He just said, you're climbing up one tree regardless. Why not make it the tree that you want to end up on? Okay. And we were full time at that point. So we were working all day, yep. every day. So we were like, right. if anyone can do this, uh, why, why can't we? Because we see yep. a lot of other people that are doing it. Because the same mindset applied to single family. We had never done a deal. Yep. And we saw all these people doing deals. So we thought if they can do it, we can do it. We applied the same mindset to multifamily. So that was about two years ago that we transitioned into the apartment space. Okay. Excellent. And uh, if I think I read it on the website, but uh, which group was the primary group as far as that um, re you received education through in regards to multifamily yeah, syndications? It was, yeah, it was Think Multifamily. Uh, okay. The way we found it, it's based in Dallas. We yeah. were surfing the web on bigger pockets for a mentorship. And okay. as I always say, that the network is everything. So we tapped into the network found uh, an individual who's already in the group and asked her what her thoughts were on the group. And it's, at yeah. the end of the day, I think it's all about connecting with people. So you can right. get pretty much access to anything if you can just talk to someone through a conversation. So that's what we uncovered was exactly what we were looking for was in this group. And we wouldn't have known if we didn't talk to this one individual, we were going to join another group. But before we sure. did that, we talked to her and it yep. really changed our minds. And it was very, very important to our ultimate, you know, getting to where we are today. So uh, yeah, that's how we've Absolutely. been able to, to get here. Absolutely. So if anyone out there is thinking about joining a group, whether it's in multifamily syndications or some other type of mastermind, talk to people before you do so. There are many groups on different topics. So being able to have some awareness of how that group operates and how they mentor individuals can help shape that decision. 
So I think that was very smart to do, just kind of identify who already has that experience and can share from that before you made that leap. Um, Cause that's a, that's a big leap, a big step. Cause that's also a cost as well. Like you said, with any mastermind, any type of group, you're putting money out there that you expect to receive some results from, from that investment that you had poured into it. So, and it sounds like you have, it sounds like you have. So at this point, um, uh, I, I mentioned at the top there that you have a thousand, over a thousand units that you're a part of. Are they all as general partners or tell me about that? Yeah. So uh, they all are as general partners and it came after joining this group uh, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, obviously you don't just join the group and you get into the deal. Yeah. Right? We, you right. do have to do certain things, bring value. And, and yeah. obviously we worked hard with networking and trying to build our own ability to bring value to different partners. So on the first four deals that we did, uh, we were co-GPs. Okay. And what that is, is is you're not necessarily the lead sponsor, which is the person that's running point on the deal, yep. but you're helping with various different aspects of the deal. And I think that's a great way for anyone to get started in apartment syndication is to be a co-GP on deals uh, because yeah. that way perhaps you're, you're brand new and you don't know how to talk to your brokers or you're not necessarily the one going and finding the deal, but you can bring value in other mm-hmm. ways. That's what we did. Yep. Uh, the last deal we did, we were actually the lead sponsors. So we went and had been building relationships with brokers, eventually yep. found our own deal and underwrote it, right? Took it from walking in for the first time all the way to closing. It was a long process, but sure. we wouldn't have been able to do it without the first four deals that we did, which were a lot, played a big role in our education and learning how to actually uh, do a deal. And also, I think it gives you this this confidence of going into it, one deal as a lead. Right, right, absolutely. And, and I think sometimes people forget that it starts with step one before mm-hmm. you get to where you're at today. So I think yeah. even just that single family space, wholesaling, building up a network has built upon your confidence and ability and skill set to get to where you were able to be a lead sponsor on a deal. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then how does it work with regards to syndications? A lot of people talk about um, helping others with syndications. And um, when you've mentioned earlier about syndications, you're receiving money from other people to help be able to take down a larger asset. Um, how is that helping those people that are are putting money into the investment, like, like saying, okay, I'm going to give money to Jeffrey and his brothers because they're going to go buy this apartment complex. How are you helping yeah. those individuals? For sure. And there's a lot of different benefits to just investing in real estate in general. Mm-hmm. But to start off with just being a, a passive investor, a lot of investors that have invested with us, for instance, uh, what they're looking for is one, they're full-time, uh, whether they're working at a bank, full-time having their own construction company, whatever it is, they're not full-time real estate investors, which means yeah. that they can't go and find the kinds of opportunities that we're finding because they're not sure. talking to brokers, right? And if they did yeah. talk to brokers, they probably wouldn't know how to underwrite the deal. And it does take a long time. So yeah. by us doing all of that work up front, we're presenting them with an opportunity to invest in, an, in a deal that will provide additional benefits. But that's one thing is you're providing someone an opportunity that they couldn't have found without you. And a lot of these okay. deals are, uh, some deals we do are 506B versus 506C. Now I'm not an attorney, but some of those deals they just won't ever see because it's closed mm-hmm. off to a small network. So again, yeah. that's another benefit. 
is you have access to deals that the public doesn't have access to. Now, right. On top of it, when it comes to just real estate in general, uh, you're helping certain investors who, if they can qualify with their CPA uh, as real estate professionals, they have access to some great depreciation benefits, which, which overall will help them save money on taxes. Obviously, right now we're living in inflationary times with uh, everything going on in the economy. So there's a lot of uh, inflation hedging when you invest in, yep. in real estate as uh, you know the, the value of the dollar goes up, so do the prices of our assets. So it kind of works as a hedge against inflation. Uh, on top yep. of that, okay. when it comes to just cash flow, a lot of people that invest with us are looking for cash flow or some type of passive income, uh, some way to replace their their high income that they're getting from their job with something that will pay them without them having to actually go and do additional work, right? We like to call it sure. having your money work for your, for you versus working and spending your time on money yep. to, to gain more yep. money. So that's the ultimate goal, right? That's a, a way that our investors benefit. I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's something that a lot of these people enjoy doing, uh, investing and growing their wealth. Uh, perhaps they want to hand it off to their kids. That's something that I want to do and spend with my mom as well. I want to be able to retire her and uh, be yeah. able to pass something on to my children. I grew up low income and a lot of our investors, they're at this point in their life, they're, they're high net worth, but sure. uh, they most a lot of them do come from lower income backgrounds. So uh, just being able to pass it on to their next, next generation, I think real estate gives them an opportunity to do that uh, and through these opportunities that we're presenting them. Yeah. Yeah. And you hit a solid point there that it's not just about building wealth for yourself, but yeah. having an additional why, why are we doing this? Right. What, what is the end game here? And, and you and your brothers, you've mentioned that your goal is to retire your mom. I mean, I think that's amazing. I think that is what any mother, father would love to hear from their sons that we want you to be able to stop working. So, you know, I think that's cool. Um, but in even that, even beyond that too, is then, well, okay, what's next? What else can we do? If we have more, we can give more. So um, I, I was reading someone today, just a little bio on top of what they said, you know, that we are, um, we, I think it said something along the lines of we, we exist to be able to, ah, uh, man, I'm going to forget it now, but it's un, essentially yeah. like we, as we, get as we receive we're able to give more so it's yeah. not blessed to be a blessing it's exactly what it was you know so <laughs> being able to be seen in someone's eyes you might be seen as somebody who's wealthy um, yeah. and that's fine that's great but the more you are blessed the more you can be a blessing for others so and i think that hits what you guys are doing and the hearts that you have behind the work you do so i appreciate that um two other questions i have so in regards to returns on investments, you know, there are a lot of different things people can do. And a lot of people invest in the stock market and that's the main thing they hear, but you know, we've seen that go different directions. Um, what, what type of returns can people anticipate potentially receiving? It's always not, not necessarily guaranteed just like any investment, but what type right. of returns can people receive? Yeah, in, in regards to specifics, we, we try not to go into too many specifics sure. because of okay. the SEC and all. But in regards to real estate, I'd say real estate isn't something where you're going to be able to, on uh, our kind of acquisitions, you're not going to be able to retire off of one or two deals. It's typically mm -hmm. something that we consider to be more conservative. And as I mentioned, it's in regards to an overall portfolio, you're not going to yeah. break the bank on one, right? It's going to be something that 
perhaps on this side, and I'm not a financial advisor, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, disclosure, but on one side of your portfolio, I think it's always important to have real estate because it provides yeah. that stable, reliable income, and it's a hard asset, meaning it's not subject to the volatility of the equity markets or uh, Bitcoin or just the sentiment in, mm-hmm. in the economy or market, regardless of what's going on in the world. Real estate typically, as long as you buy right, in my opinion, regardless of the appreciation value, because obviously that is something that we look at, but it's all about cash flow for us. That's why we're yeah. cash flow investors. So when we buy a property, we look at it based on what do we think we can get in, in, in regards to rents, what our expenses mm-hmm. are, trying to maximize NOI. Uh, and at the end of the day, if, if it makes sense in regards to our appreciation and we can sell, we would, but yeah. we're trying to hold on to these properties long term. So when you go in with a business plan like that, uh, I think the the real benefits to the real estate is more so it's reliable, it's consistent, and there's additional benefits in regards to tax benefits versus yeah. you're trying to, you know, 3x your money in 10 days, something crazy right. like that, right? Yeah. So uh, I think there's different reasons that you invest in real estate depending on who you are, and that's why there's so many niches, right? You can go into a development deal, yeah. which is a little bit more risk, higher return versus a simple acquisition. But yeah, in regards to returns, that's, that's probably as far as we can get into. Yeah, that's perfect. That was that was actually a really great description of what someone could expect in getting involved yeah. with real estate and the reasons why. So, and I like that long-term cash flowing asset perspective. I think that's great. So, mm-hmm. one final question, and I yeah. like to ask all my guests: If you had one million dollars handed to you today to invest or to invest right into your business, what would you do with that? No restrictions. Awesome question. I love it. So I, I would come up with an allocation for each mm-hmm. of for the million dollars. And yeah. I don't know the exact percentages, but a certain amount would go towards uh, investing in certain small things, perhaps getting a few more assistance, just delegating some tasks. That's the business side of it. I would start going to more events. Personally, that's one of the biggest investments, that, the best investments that we can make is networking yeah. with people and building okay. our relationships. And then uh, the ones that we already have, just improving those. On top sure. of it, one one thing that I've heard on a few podcasts and just talking to people, a lot of a problem that a lot of people who have capital now, obviously, if you don't have it, then maybe this isn't a problem yet. But yeah, you have capital. One big problem is not having access to deal flow, which fortunately, okay. I, I I started with having access to deal flow and not a, not not enough capital to invest in those mm-hmm. deals. Right. So now that if I had a million dollars just in my bank, then I would immediately go to my network uh, and just talk to my, my friends at this point and that, yeah. talk to them about their, those deals and just diversify. So with sure. different operators that are investing in different asset classes, yeah. I would park some money with them and that's, that's what I would do. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent answer. Well, great. Well, if anybody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah. Uh, so you can visit our website at www.donisinvestmentgroup.com. And then if you'd like to just okay. check out a, a free checklist that we have, that allows any passive investor to uh, vet any passive investment opportunity. You can go to that link slash checklist, and then you can okay. visit our social media at Donis Brothers on all platforms. Okay, perfect. Well, I encourage you guys to check out Donis Investment Group, check out their checklist, and reach out if you have any questions. This is a, an individual, many, many answers, great yeah, knowledge. So. Much. All right. I look forward to it. Jeffrey, thank you again for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Zach. I appreciate it. Absolutely.